Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Sunday Morning with Love and Action. I am Ken Tuck. I appreciate you joining me this Sunday morning. I hope your weekend's been going well, and just hope that uh, you just know that Jesus loves you so much and that you uh, are experiencing the goodness of God and that you have put your faith and trust in Jesus as your Savior and Lord. And if not, I pray today is your day that you do so. Today, we're going to have a wonderful guest with us, a wonderful brother, Nate Patterson of Time Youth, is with us this morning. Nate, thank you for being with us. Thank you, thank you, and good morning, everybody. I'm so thankful to be here today. We're going to talk with Nate about Time Youth Ministry and get into some of the things that they have planned for this summer and some opportunities for you to help them reach out to the youth. As we do every week, though, let's open up in prayer. And Nate, would you open us up in prayer this morning? Father God, thank you, Lord, for allowing us to come in today, Lord God. We just pray that we're able to share who you are, Father God. I pray that we're able to reach people, Father God, where they're at, Lord. We just pray over the people that we come across, Lord God. I pray over the airways, Father God, that we're able to be that light, that example of who you are, Father God. In the name of Jesus, we just thank you for breath, Father God. We just thank you for life. We thank you for family. We thank you for the believers. We thank you for your people, Lord. Continue to fill us with your Holy Spirit, Father God. We thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, brother. In case you don't know Nate and his beautiful and wonderful wife, Kenny Patterson, we're going to introduce you to to Nate this morning. And Nate, if you will, tell us um, a little bit about your background and and what God's done in your life. And then let's introduce the ministry to people. All right. That'll work. So, yeah, I'm from Dothan, Alabama, originally. Uh, My wife and I, we didn't meet until I went off to college and uh, moved to Atlanta, Georgia. But Coming up in Dothan as a young boy, I, uh, my mom, she worked two jobs, and my father, he he served two prison terms, so he spent a lot of time behind bars. So my mom, she carried the weight of myself and my sister, but that allowed me a lot of free time that she was working, so I kind of was in and out of the streets myself as a young boy, 10, 11, 12 years old, in the streets. And I just remember at those times, I didn't really have anybody to pull me to the side and just tell me, you know, hey, you need to watch what you're doing. So I did a lot of things in the streets that a little 10 to 12-year-old shouldn't be doing. Um, I had friends, and I was the leader of the pack, so uh, I kind of led them in a, in a way. We did things, and I just know that it was time for a change in my life, but basketball kind of helped me with that. So uh, I got an opportunity to play basketball in high school and then got a scholarship in college to go off. And that's when um, I really started to see that there was more to life than what I seen in my city, uh, which was a lot of crime, a lot of gangs, violence, you name it, man. I'd seen it at, at a young age. I had my first drink of alcohol at the age of 12 and I was given alcohol from an adult. You know, they gave it to me freely. And uh, I just remember at 13, I was drinking with the adults. I was drinking full liquor. I was going to Panama City Beach and just hanging out with older people. And I'm thinking that this is part of my life. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. Age of 15, uh, just drugs, marijuana. It was just so easy access. And like I said, I didn't have anyone pulling on me, you know, trying to get me in the right direction. But grace of God, I I made through all of that. But basketball kind of helped me. Uh, It kind of kept me from not going even further into the streets. I was able to uh, play varsity basketball and got a scholarship, went out to Enterprise State and Enterprise that's my second home. Uh, I met a lot of people in Enterprise, man. Go Bo Weevils. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I got to uh, spend two years there in college. Uh, we won state championship. But I still had that bondage of alcoholism in me. Um, coming up, my family, uh, 
just that's all we did. Uh, my family they would go to work and party, and uh, it kind of it stuck with me. And in college, I I became a DJ. Uh, so uh, I started DJing and doing these house parties, and then I went from house parties to nightclubs, and I was still indulging in this alcohol and and marijuana, and I just thought that, like I said, it was just a part of my lifestyle. And when I had the opportunity to go off to Columbus, Georgia, on uh, to play at Columbus State University on full scholarship, still was continuing to do the same thing. Didn't have a Jesus in my life. I didn't grow up in the church. Uh, my mother, uh, she wasn't into the church. But when I went out to Columbus State, I used to come home, and it was something different about my mom. I, I didn't recognize her. You know, I was like, whoa, what's going on? And, and she would invite me to the church she was going to. And I was like, well, okay, you going to church now? And she said, son, my life has been transformed. And I didn't yeah, yeah I didn't know what that meant, though. I was like, yeah. what's transformation? What do you mean? And she was like, Jesus has saved me. Mm. And when she said that, I knew that it wasn't her. I knew it had to be something bigger than her to make her life. Because I remember the struggles that she had with alcoholism and just, you know, trying to raise up two children on her own. So to see that in her, it kind of opened my eyes. Like, okay. There is a God. Mm-hmm. So it kind of made me want to seek the Lord. Uh, like I said, I didn't have a relationship with the Lord all my life. And then when I went off to college at Columbus State, I got to see my mom, life being transformed. And that kind of made me want to search a little bit of who God is. And during those times, I still was in, in um, bondage. I still was in alcoholism. I still was in lust, uh, selfishness. I didn't believe in family because I didn't see an example of what family looks like. So I ran away from that. I had girlfriends, but I never wanted to commit. My wife now, but uh, we were, she wasn't my wife then. I met Kenny in Atlanta after I finished at Columbus State. And she and her mom showed me what a Christian foundation looks like. So God was exposing me to these different aspects of him, and I didn't even know it at the time. I just thought that, okay, I'm meeting another, another Christian. But I just get to see her and her mom and how they love God first. And then everything else kind of played its part. That really, like I said, it strengthened me to want to seek God. So during those times, I found God. Uh, I was traveling from Atlanta to Dothan. Like I said, I was a DJ. So I used to uh, do club events in Atlanta. I used to do club events in Columbus, Georgia. <laughs> I used to do club events in Enterprise. Everywhere I touched, I was doing some type of club event. But those were the best times with God because I used to travel alone. I used to drive, and I used to drive from sometimes Atlanta to Dothan, sometimes Columbus to Dothan, wherever I had an event. But those times that I was alone, I really, I, tur- I would turn the music off, and I just would talk to God, like, do you care for me? I mean, you see how I live. Do you want me? Asking these questions to him, having a full conversation in the car. I would never do this around my friends. So <laughs> <laughs> so these uh, one-on-one conversations with God, it really showed me a different life outside of what I was living. So uh, I remember one night I had a, a nightclub event in Dothan, and I was tired of just, I had been working in the 9 to 5, and I had these club events, but I knew it was something more for me, but I just didn't know what it was. And I, I just felt a breaking point when I was on the highway. So I, I told God, I said, well, God, if you don't want me living this lifestyle anymore, you have to, like, show me something. Like, I, I just can't give this up because at the time, the nightclub events were 70% of my income. Hmm. I had a 9 to 5, but it wasn't like what I was making um, in these nightclubs and DJing. So I went back to Dothan. I had about 500 people that showed up to this nightclub event. And this one person, a fight broke out. And this one um, lady that always supported me, she got hit with a bottle in the eye. And when I tell you I went back to Dothan, I mean, back to Atlanta, I was 
pouring, crying, and I just said, God, I am tired of this. I can't do this anymore. I know this is not what I'm called to do, Lord, but I have to surrender everything to you because I can't do this alone. So I gave my life to Christ right on that highway. <laughs> uh, praise God that he'll take you for where you at. And I accepted him as my Lord and Savior on the highway. And I went back to my wife and told her, I'm done with this nightclub mess. We're going to have to trust God because I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> but that, that's kind of my story uh, yeah. coming to Christ. Well, praise God. We have a similar salvation experience. I was in my car when I gave my life to the Lord, too. Right. And uh, that's an awesome testimony of you know, God never gives up on us. Yeah, He wants us. And he was showing you how much he loved you through uh, your mom mm-hmm. and seeing that change. And then yeah. Kenny and her mom. Mm-hmm. And then he just he just reeled you on in. Yeah, man. he did. He did, man. But that's why it's important to be around believers. You yeah. know, because sometimes you can be around people that don't follow Christ. And then you don't see no type of example. Right. And so a lot of people think that you just should seek the Lord. But sometimes you need to see see something that what the Lord looks like. Right. And so that's what the believers are called to do, to be that light. Amen. And and you and Kenny are definitely that to the youth. And let's talk about Time Youth. When did you and Kenny start Time Youth? So Time Youth was birthed when we uh, we moved back to Dothan in 2015. Uh, we didn't come to Dothan to start Time Time Youth Ministries. We came to start a small corner store business. And I got, like I said, I got tired of living the lifestyle. So we took our little money and we came to Dothan, started a small business. But during those times, I would go back to my neighborhood that I grew up in, which was in the bottom. And I would go and see these young boys um, late out late at night on school nights, just walking the streets. And I wanted to immediately pour into them and get to know them, build a relationship. And that's where time came in. I just felt like time and love was free. So uh, I was willing to offer that time and love. Time stands for teach, inspire, mentor, and educate. So that's what yeah. it was birth. It was birth in the streets. We didn't uh we didn't have a building. We didn't have uh resources. All I knew I just had my my heart and I would get a, a cooler and some um Gatorade. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we would go to the courts, we'll go to the parks and we'll hang out, we'll talk. I spend time with these young people and I just tell them how valuable they are and how God really loves them and he sees them where they at. Mm-hmm. But we have to like build that relationship with him and I would share my testimony. And then it went from four or five boys up to 30 boys over the summer. <laughs> and I, I used to go and tell my wife, Kenny, and, and at the time she was just running the clothing store. And I was just telling her, like, man, God is doing something with time. I need you to come check it out. And one time she was like, well, I'll come. So I had an uh, event at the gym at Calvary Baptist Church. They let me use their gym. And we had about 35 young people. And my wife came, and we sat, and we just talked. And then God just started pouring into her to share something about her story. And when I seen the kids really tune in to her, I was like, wow, this is something powerful. Like, I just seen her and I doing this together. I was like, this is, we really can show what a kingdom family looks like. They get to see us. And so we went home and I said, Kenny, we got to, I said, you're part of this calling too. I remember uh, telling her I wanted to be more consistent. So uh, we didn't have a building at the time, but People will say we could use their facility, but we have to kind of wait. And it was just like we can it can be consistent that way. So I asked her, I said, can we uh I had asked my wife first. Yeah. First I already, I already talked to the guy. He told me that this was time. But I said, Hey, would you like how would you feel about us getting a youth center so we can be more consistent and we can be right in the area where these kids are uh, struggling? At first she said, I don't know, let's let's pray on it. And that, that was good, but 
that following day, she said, I, I heard from the Lord, and she said, let's, let's do it. Mm. So we stepped out on faith, and we didn't, like I said, we didn't come here to start a ministry. We thought it was just a clothing store, but God was already birthing time youth, and that's how it started. Amen. Yeah, but God, he meets us right where we're at. Yep. He met you right where you're at mm-hmm. and brought you back to the neighborhood you brought, you grew up in. Yep. And you've been in the larger cities, as have I, and, and we know or people usually think of gang violence, and so and everything comes along with that in the larger cities like Atlanta, mm-hmm. Los Angeles, New yep. York. But as you well know, and as I well know, it's right here in yep. Dothan as well. Absolutely. Um, it may not be as large. It's like homelessness. Yeah. There's a lot of homeless people in you know, hundreds um, thousands actually in, in Atlanta, Los Angeles, but there's homeless here in Dothan, yeah. you know, a couple of hundred of them. And so you got the same situations in pretty much every city you go to, yeah. no matter the size. Right. And so you were able to go back and I love how you mentioned time. Mm-hmm. You had that, you, you didn't have facilities, didn't have resources, mm-hmm. but you had your heart yep. and you had your time. Yep. Man, that's all God needs. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what he used to start touching the youth where you grew up at. And yep. I, I think that's phenomenal because the kids, they know your story. Mm-hmm. And you're like, hey, yeah, I used to run this oh, yeah, this same. all the time. And, and you relate to them. And so right. you got that instant respect with them. Yes. And I think that's awesome. And, and then, okay, so you, you got your building. Yes. And if you will, tell everybody where you're located at, and then let's talk about things that you, that you do with the youth. Okay. So, yes, we are located on 1047 South Oak Street, and we're right across from, it's called Dothan Preparatory Academy now, but it's the old Dothan High School. I still, every, every time somebody <laughs> says Dothan High, I still start thinking about yeah, that building. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, I have to sometimes say that, the old Dothan High School. Right. So, yeah, we're right in the plaza across the street from the school, and we get to uh, pour into a lot of majority low-poverty homes, youth, and inner city youth, they come from a lot of fatherless homes. We have about 40 students that come to our youth center every day after school. And out of those 40, we have 35 young boys. And out of those 35, there are two that have present fathers wow. out of the 35 young boys. And I just know the Lord was calling me to these young people, especially like the, the young men, um, even when we first started in the streets in the park. So uh, I'm just thankful to God that he first transformed my life. Before we even start doing what we do with Time Youth, he, he transformed me and my wife, and we get to be that example of what real kingdom family looks like. And I get to be that example of what a kingdom father looks like to these young boys. Because like I said, we definitely uh, want them to seek the kingdom of God, but I know it's important for them to see an example first, you know, and then they can they start seeking once they start to see yeah. what kingdom looks like. Yeah, and, and a little earlier, you hit on something extremely key that I've I've always believed in ministry is consistency. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You, know, you can't just do something and then you're done. Yeah. You know, and then come back a year later and do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the kids, in this yeah. example, the young people, they, they don't want that. They want consistency. They want consistency. Yeah. And, and they'll read you, too, man. These young people, like, they know <laughs> if you really care, they read you. And uh, like you said, it's a it, it comes with respect. Again, these, these young people that we deal with, they, they've been a lot of heartbreak and trauma, a lot of uh, single-parent homes, uh, gun violence. They see it daily. They see a lot of crime and violence and theft. So we try to be that light in that dark place. That's why I believe I know God placed us where we're at now because it's definitely one of the highest um, areas of crime and hate and violence. So he placed us right in the right location. Uh, some of our kids, they can walk to the youth center. We pick up a portion of our kids that can't get there. Uh, transportation is uh, a struggle for a lot of the youth. So we're able to pick them up. And what I love about Time Youth is that we don't charge anything. Yeah. Praise God. He yeah. set it up. 
And I remember when we first, I used to tell some people, like, well, this is what we want to do. I was telling the vision, but people would say, well, you need to charge because that's the only way you'll be able to sustain. And I said, I, I don't believe that. I said, I believe the Lord will provide. Yeah. If we just trust him, we're not going to charge anything. I, I believe that he will send the resources to people that we can sustain to be um, to not charge the kids. So we're thankful to God that we're not able to charge anything. We have partners like Love in Action. Amen. Man, it's, yeah. Love in Action has been a blessing. Ken and Martha, I just thank you guys for, like, taking us in. You guys are the mentors to us. We, we appreciate what you do. You you guys inspire. Like, you're very inspirational. And I know sometimes uh, – when we see you guys, I know, we, but we love y'all, man. We just thank y'all for what y'all do. You help us a lot. We we feed the kids every day, and Love and Action has been a part of uh, helping us feed these young people. A lot of the kids, they, they come in, they ready to eat. You know, that's, <laughs> that's the first thing they say, hey, what are we eating today? So, uh, and then they know we have snacks all the time, juices, uh, milk, everything that we get at Time Youth. Uh, most of the stuff is, it comes from generosity of, of the people in the community, and Love and Action is one of those well, thank you, Nate. Uh, we love you and Kenny tremendously. Uh, believe in what y'all are doing. Believe in y'all. You know, your heart is so, both of you, it's just so awesome uh, for the Lord and, and for the, the youth. And, you know, you're making an impact. You, you truly are. I know um, Co- our brother Cody from yeah. the Harbor was, 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 was with me last week. <laughs> and, uh, and, and we were talking about uh, the church's response to poverty. Yeah. And, and I loved how Cody phrased it. He said, look, this is an opportunity. Yes. Instead of looking at poverty as a problem mm-hmm. you look at it as an opportunity it's an opportunity for the church to help yes opportunity for church to shine the light of jesus and to reach we were talking about this like about fourteen thousand who live below the poverty line wow. in dothan and only five percent are churched wow so that's a, that's a huge opportunity, an opportunity and yeah. it's the same with these youth you know we can look at the situations and things that, that are going on in dothan and yeah. things that have gone on with the youth and we could say man this is a problem mm-hmm. but I love looking at it as an opportunity because we have an opportunity to reach these young people mm-hmm. and to show them, just like you learned, yeah, that's not the way. That's not. Come join us and see how we live, yes. and, and we'll show you the way who is Jesus. That's and that's what you guys do, and I think it's a phenomenal, phenomenal ministry of what y'all do. Thank you so much, man. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. So the the kids are excited. School's about to be out. Yep, school's about to be out, and they are they are ready. So and they know that every summer we prepare ways to reach them, and still sharing the love of Jesus. But we also want to make sure that they are safe. So we provide that safe haven during the summer. They they're out of school, a lot of time on their hands. Parents are still working, yeah. and even though kids are out of school. So we want to be that safe haven where you have somewhere to go. But also we're going to show you who Jesus is through this summer. We're going to have fun showing you who Jesus is. And I tell a lot of people that it's not easy. You know, uh, I know sometimes on social media they'll see the posts or whatever, and they think it's just – but it's not. You know, we deal with a lot of trauma when it comes to the youth. And, you know, my wife and I, we have our own children as well. So uh, we have to balance that, you know, balance family, balance ministry. And we're just thankful to God that he has equipped us for what we do because it's not. It's not easy. And just like what you guys do, you know, it's not easy. And I just want the people to know that that's why we have to unite. You know, yeah. that's why God called us to be one body. That's right. Because he know we can't handle all this weight on our own. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So uh, I'm just thankful for the relationships and the connections that he is bringing to us. Because Kenny and I, 
we cannot do this alone. So it takes one uh, one body. It, uh, yes. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, we we say that often too. You know, it's not about me and Martha mm-hmm. here, love and action, because you know we couldn't do this. It's all about Jesus first. Yes. And then He brings the the body together. And another great thing about here in Dothan is is you have ministries that work together. Yeah. Because we know our only competition is against the devil. That's it. And so we got to work together for the kingdom, the advancement of the kingdom. So the youth are excited about school being out, and they know time youth is going to be doing things this summer. So what will you be doing this summer? This year I'm starting off with a boot camp. Okay. So we're taking, I'm taking a group of uh, 30 boys off to um, a camp retreat in Cottonwood. When you hear the word boot camp, you think of discipline and Mm -hmm. training. But what I um, I was reading in Ephesians and just hearing how Paul was in, trying to encourage the believers and how it's it's still about unite one body and so we're doing this boot camp to like show that we are one body like we are a brotherhood that we need each other that if you're a we- if you have a weakness then that's where you, one of your brothers may have strength at so we're gonna spend a weekend in Cottonwood uh, at this boot camp just um, encouraging each other pointing to each other. And the theme is forgiveness. Mm. Um, I'm starting to notice that a lot of youth struggle with forgiving others, especially when they feel attacked or threatened. And so they hold on to this this hate and this anger. So we're believing that God can free them from this anger and pride and hate through forgiveness. And uh, so we're we're going down to the camp, and we're excited to start. The, if we call this the pre-summer, because we'll be doing this actually this weekend. Okay. So we're going to set the tone for the summer this weekend at this boot camp. And we're thankful to God that we're um, not only having one, we'll be able to have three this summer. So we'll have one um, this weekend. We'll have one in June and one in July. So we're able okay. to impact. We're trying to impact at least 100 young boys oh, praise God. Um, for at this boot camp. And so outside of that, we'll start our summer program in June. We'll have a, a week to kind of get ourselves together, my wife and I. But we'll have a summer program. The kids will meet every day, um, Monday through Friday from 930 to 230. Okay. So we'll feed them breakfast. Well, we'll feed them lunch. And we'll give them snack uh, before they leave. And we'll have Bible study. We, we work on small groups where we'll have volunteers that will come in and we'll break into sessions. But our theme this summer is forgiveness. We want to really focus on feeding the scriptures about forgiveness. Some of the scriptures that I, that I personally want to focus on is uh, Mark six fourteen through 15 which says, if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Mark eleven twenty five. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them, so that your Father in heaven may forgive you for your sins. Matthew eighteen twenty one through twenty two. Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who's a sin against me? Up to seven times. Jesus answered, I tell you not seven times, but 77 times. So this scripture is really, we really have to pour this into them because they don't believe in, they're first thinking, well, I'm going to forgive 77. You know, they look at the number. (laughs) (laughs) So we're like, look, it's, it's, don't look at the number. It's just the process of when it happens, you being strong, let the Holy Spirit help you into forgiving. Because if you try to do it in your flesh, it won't work. So that's why you have to have the Holy Spirit in you to help you to forgive that person that that wronged you or talked about you. And so we want to really focus on forgiveness this summer. 
Amen. That, man, that's powerful. That's going to be a powerful summer. Yes, sir. We all need to understand that forgiveness. You know, and I love the verse of Peter because he thought he was doing pretty good at yeah, seven. Yeah. You know? <laughs> seven. Yeah. No. But, uh, but yeah, that, well, that's powerful, man. Uh, forgiveness. Yeah. Uh, we, we all need to be able to have that ability to forgive because like you read in the scriptures, we want to be forgiven. Yep. So we need to forgive yep. so we can be. Amen. As far as uh, volunteers who or listen to this and say, man, I'd like some more information. You know, I would like to get involved with Time Youth and, and be able to help them do this this summer and hopefully throughout the year as well. Because yes. I always tell folks, like at Thanksgiving, we get a big group of volunteers. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we do this every day. Yeah. Come and join us. Yes, sir. Uh, so with Time Youth, how can people who are interested in volunteering learn more? Yes, sir. If you are interested in volunteering, you can go to our website, www.timeyouthdothan.org. We have a volunteer sign-up sheet on our website. Or if you want to come in person, you can stop by the Youth Center anytime Monday through Thursday from the hours of 1 to 2.30. And if you can't make it that time, please give us a call. You can call me personally at 334-791-8683. And we can set it up. Uh, We are on Facebook. You can message us on Facebook if you would like to find out more about volunteer. We love to have people uh, of any race, um, any age to come in and volunteer. That can be consistent. So if even if this summer, if you say, well, I can commit to to one day out the week, but please just come every that one day out the week yeah. instead of one day, then you wait after summer and want to show up again. So right. right, and maybe they can be consistent during the summer until they go back to work. Yep, but maybe they'll be consistent and then want to yeah, and then are able to keep on being. Cause yeah, you're right. Consistency is key. Yeah. I know we have a core group of volunteers, and praise God that that group has grown grown long, larger. But they see the importance of consistency yes. as well and so yeah please uh if you want to volunteer please contact nate and kenny uh you you won't regret it i can guarantee you yeah. that because it's a it's a phenomenal ministry and they're two two wonderful people of god uh who, who you'd love to get to know we also know uh we need finances to do what we do oh, so uh those uh the lord's touching their hearts and want to give financially to time youth how do they go about doing that Yes, so we have, you can go to our website, um, and also we have PayPal and Stripe on our website that you could uh, give on our website. Also, you can you can mail, if you have a check, you can mail up to Time Youth Dothan, and to our mailing address, 1047 South Oat Street, O-A-T-E-S, Dothan, Alabama, 36301. You can stop by the center. I, I do encourage people to stop by to come, come see what we do, and I just let the Lord lead you in how he wants you to help, whether it's financially, whether it's with your hands, uh, we definitely encourage people to stop by and come meet us. But if you can't do that, you definitely can go to our website to give. And also we have a cash app, which is um, Money Sign Time Impact. All right. And I know we're getting into the summer, and um, a lot of times giving goes down in the summer. Mm-hmm. But, uh, y'all, please, please listen to me when I say ministry doesn't stop it in doesn't the summer. Stop. <laughs> the needs are there. These young people, uh, actually, it's, you know, it's a great time to reach them because, like you said, they, they have nothing to do now. Yes. When school's out. Ministry so, increased for us yes. during the summer just because, you know, school is out. So definitely, we definitely need as many resources that we can get Amen. during the summer. And please keep Time Youth and Nate and Kenny in your prayers. Yes, um, Prayer is so powerful. Some people say, well, all I can do is pray. Well, praise God, pray. That's, that's powerful. Right. That's powerful. That's very powerful. Well, uh, Nate, as we wrap up the show, see, I told you, it goes by fast. It do, man. yeah. I'm thinking about <laughs> 10 minutes. We're 30 in. <laughs> we're, we're, we're about 30 in already. Um, you have a saying at Time Youth. 
Love wins. Love wins. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I just, those words are so powerful because um, we live in a world where it's just so much hate and the enemy is attacking in all sorts of ways. Uh, he don't care how old you are. He's coming for you. He's coming for our children. And we know uh, Kenny and I, we have our, our younger children. And we just know the enemy, he wants the young people. He wanted he wanted them because he had me. And I yeah. remember he had me in a stronghold, even from a little boy up to a, a young adult. He had me in a stronghold. But praise God, Jesus came through, and he didn't forget about me. And that's what he's calling us to do, to show the young people that he hasn't left them. He knows exactly where they are. He loves them where they are. It's just about repenting and coming to him because he gave us that choice. Amen. Amen. Well, brother, thank you so much for you, coming brother, by. We'll, we'll definitely have you back on again. Maybe during the summer we can get an update on how things are oh, going. Oh, yeah. Especially yeah. with the boot camp. I'd love to come back and tell oh, you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I look forward to hearing about that myself. Yeah. And uh, so, man, thank you. And again, thank you and Kenny for what y'all do for the Lord, uh, reaching out to the youth like that, man. It's just, it's just phenomenal. Thank you. And again, I want to encourage you, check out their website. Go by and yes. check out time youth and what they do and get involved in any and every way you can from volunteering to financially and to definitely praying yes. uh, so i uh, just encourage you to get involved we love nate and kenny and, and we, we love, love this y'all. ministry they do <laughs> and uh, so thank you again bro for joining us this morning and just appreciate everybody who's listening today and i hope you all have a wonderful rest of the day on this sunday after well it's still morning but coming up afternoon i hope you have a great rest of the day hope you have a wonderful week coming up and just remember as you go through this week that jesus he loves you so very much and i pray that the lord may bless you and keep you may the lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you may he lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace